So from Matthew Presley, we've got the Lizard Royalty Diaries. The Lizard Royalty Diaries. Yes. Okay, I get where they're coming from. Yeah. Definitely. It's also a yes, very clever award. So because it's it's clearly based on the Princess Diaries. Well, yes, and, and I didn't think about this until I read it out <laughs> just now. So, um, in it, it, to me, it's a dystopia. I think we've definitely got to have it be uh, like kind of like we did last week, which is to say a, a conspiracy almost, right? Because yeah, yeah. this, is, this is based on a conspiracy on, theory, right? It's based on the famous David Icke conspiracy yeah, that all the, the royal family are lizards. Precisely. So imagine um, a, a teen. Mm. This is about a teen who uh, comes up as a minor member of royalty. Yeah. Um, you know, is almost being kind Ooh, of... No, 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 no. This is the story of, of someone marrying into royalty. Okay, all right, um, but like as, as a teenager, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, no, 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 um, no, no, no. Oh no, I've got it, I've got it. Not yeah. marrying into royalty, but uh, <laughs> have you ever seen the film What a Girl Wants, starring Amanda Bynes and Colin Firth? No, no. Well, I'll I'll explain to you the plot, and you might figure out where this is going. Um, so yeah. Amanda Bynes lives with her mum yep. uh, in New York above a Chinese restaurant. In which she's not like other girls. She's not like other girls. Yeah. She's definitely not. She she helps out her mum. Her mum's singing. Her mum's a wedding singer. Mm-hmm. She's helping out with the catering. Yeah. She constantly falls over. Yeah, from standing. <laughs> yeah, from standing. Yeah, she yeah. could just be standing up, like with most Amanda Bynes movies. Yeah, yeah. She could be standing up, stood straight. Not moving anywhere, she would <laughs> she just will. fall over. She'll deck it. Yeah. Don't you worry. Yeah. Um, she's got a, got a very, very, very rare condition that they managed to make work in films. Um, where she just falls over from standing. And um, anyway, that's not really the, the important part of what a girl wants. Um, but anyway, her mum went on loads of dates with this really rich English lad back in yeah, the day yeah. who she then sort of tracks down to be and, her father right yes there, yeah. yeah turns up in London yeah goes around you're to my house. dad yes yeah and he's like oh, I've already got <laughs> family here I've, yeah. I've, I've got I've got millions of pounds to run I don't know yeah. what I do <laughs> uh, I'm got... terribly sorry I've got to go yeah, uh, yeah you can't fit into this uh, upper class very prim and proper British society Amanda yes. Bynes you're not like other girls you're not like other girls you're not like other other posh British girls you you, you come down you fall down the stairs when you're wearing a nice dress <laughs> at, okay. this, at this rather pretty party <laughs> and um, I'm thinking it's like that where just watch what a girl wants it's a great movie okay um and uh and by that i mean i like it because it's a very silly amanda vines movie and she's adorable allow me acquiesce to me tom yeah the plot of this movie that we're right, talking about right right it's 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 that <laughs> It's that. It's that, right? Okay. So, so Amanda Bynes is, <laughs> okay. is living with her mum above above a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> right. Her mum's a wedding singer. She does she does fall over with the yeah, trays yeah. of, of volivons or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, 
of entrees and um, to show her disparity between the upper class and, and, and yeah and yeah no, not not even not even people she's sort of around like her really she's just sort of she keeps on falling over like oh falling from standing yeah Amanda why can't you be like other girls why can't you be like other girls why can't why can't you carry that tray of entrees without falling <laughs> over and she's like oh wow so that's happening and and a mum says. You know what? When I was younger, I had a relationship with a, someone who who proclaimed themselves to be the Prince of England. <laughs> right. This is where this okay. is where what a girl wants changes. All right. Right. Because yeah. he, he's not just a rich, uh, old money man. Yeah. He is the Prince of England. The Prince of England. Yeah. So so Prince, who's uh, Prince, what's his name? Who played Malcolm in the Middle? Who played Mal- Malcolm Frankie Mingle. Muniz. Frank- Prince Frankie Muniz. Prince Frankie. Yeah. Prince Frankie of Great Britain. Prince, the, the sequel to this is going to be called Prince Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and she she finds out... Um, oh, no way. It's got to be a dad, hasn't it? I don't know why Frankie... Frankie Muniz is in it. <laughs> He's in it. Frankie Muniz is in it. I'm right, just like, okay. why is Frankie Muniz gotcha. Amanda Bynes' dad? <laughs> I'm getting liar liar and uh... <laughs> but you know you know who it was a could big be fat liar. you know who could be yeah uh, Amanda Bynes' dad yeah Brian Cranston Brian Cranston from Malcolm in the Middle yeah yeah who plays Prince Brian from uh, yep. from England yep and uh, I'm thinking she sort of go uh, like the whole thing happens where she being not like other girls sort of warms his heart uh, originally he hates her she's like why is she in our house like we've got to get rid as of he, her as he eats like a, a live rat well this is the thing yeah we, we put that in but don't really question it yeah no he just eats how yeah. <laughs> a whole why is she in the, why is she in our house um, dangling and then there. it's just sort of part of <laughs> It's just normal, isn't it? Just normal thing it's, to see. It's very much perfectly normal. normal thing to see. <laughs> Why has that reminded me of Battlefield Earth? <laughs> I don't know. Don't they eat rats in Battlefield Earth? No so, idea. I can't, I, remember. I can't remember. Sort of been washed my brain. <laughs> Battlefield Earth. Um, but yeah, she. Uh, this is where it starts to diverge, right? Apart from the fact that he's royalty. Yeah. She she sort of wins him over, and then. The ball drops. He's like, "So when are you gonna shed your skin?" <laughs> and she's like, "I thought I already had, metaphorically speaking." Yeah, I, I, I feel like I've really opened up to you. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you to me, we're bonded, we're bonded. And he's like, she says this to Frankie Muniz, who is like the. The love the prince's son. Yeah, uh, like oh, no, that can't be right. no <laughs> the, uh, another another noble person. Well, this right? is the thing as well. well no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. It's like it's like she doesn't. He he's around. Yeah, yeah, he's around. <laughs> um, and and she just like assumes that he's like another noble. Plenty of offspring. Yeah, this uh, this royal family. <laughs> yeah, plenty of offspring. <laughs> They've hatched a lot of eggs, metaphorically and literally. Well, you see, he's the son of the Duchess of uh, Pillingborough, <laughs> right? Real English county. Yeah, Pillingborough. Um, uh, she's—he's the son—he's he, the son of the Duchess of Pillingborough, mm. right? Which, of course, no problem, absolutely yeah. fine, no bother. Yeah. 
until she re- like eventually she'll realize that it's he's Brian Cranston's son. Yeah, and that's yeah. why he's around so much. Yeah, even yeah. though he's introduced as the son of the Duchess of Pillingborough. Yeah, uh, that's only because like, there's there's nothing wrong with with a bit of incest in our family. Like it's very I, normal. I, I, I like you. My eyes look in different directions. <laughs> that's what he says. <laughs> that's what he says. Yeah. My tongue is twelve feet long. Why? All, all why are you letting? Yeah, all the better to lick you with. <laughs> all the better to eat flies out of the air. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> Go on, Tom. Take responsibility. You got us here. You got us here. <laughs> so I've got to wrap this up now, haven't I? Yeah. It's been way too long. Um, I, I You've driven us I, to this precipice. Yeah, Explain the plot of. What a girl wants. You summarised that adequately. <laughs> right, and uh, I'm thinking that the question here is: Does she rebel against it, or, do, <laughs> or does she shed her skin? Or does she shed her skin? <laughs> she finds out that actually, yes, she is a lizard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, th- I think that's it. But because because the royal family are lizards. They've still got to be the royal family. Yeah. So there's no like, there's no plot. There's no, there's no, <laughs> there's no evil. It. There's no evil plot yeah. to the royal family. They're just, They're just lizards. They just, I mean, other than monarchy, yeah. right? Other than like not having to do very much to get free money from the state. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing, isn't it? That they've they've got that evil plot. Yeah. But we all just accept that as normal. That hegemony. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. And it's uh, David Icke says, "Oh, they want to enslave us all." I'm just like, "Well, they've already done that. They've really. already set themselves up very nicely." Yeah, yeah. I mean, What's why would point? why would they want to? <laughs> why why would... they to rock the boat? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't. They'll just happily sit in their greenhouses. Yeah, basking in the sun. Yeah, <laughs> eating flies yeah. and giant and and whole rats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Amanda Bynes just sort of learns to live with it. Marries Frankie Muniz and 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 becomes a member of the royal family. Yeah, wow, exactly. I guess nothing about the genre says that any the the, the person has to oppose the dystopia. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just go with it. <laughs> just by the way. So it kind of is like the Princess Diaries, right? Yeah. Where a girl who's not like other girls mm-hmm. um, finds out that she is the heir to uh, quite a considerable privilege, Mm. right? Um, That happens in The Princess Diaries. The only difference we're really doing is we are treating monarchy as it kind of should be treated, Mm. which is to say a dystopic concept. Yeah, yeah. It's a dystopic concept. Yeah. Just It's just a normal normal (laughs) thing. It's normal in our world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's normal in our world. Like... (laughs) I mean, I completely agree with David Icke. What I don't agree with is the fact that they've got any idea of where they're going. <laughs> yeah, they've got no plan. Yeah, they've got no no long-term plan. It's just they're lizards and they're here. <laughs> just sort of being here, enjoying yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. As rich people. Basking in the sun. Yeah. Eating giant, eating flies. Eating flies. Plenty of flies on Earth. Yeah, true. Yeah. It's An abundance. Only, only place in the universe where flies exist. An overabundance of flies, some might say. Ah. Spiders. Well, (laughs) off to a great start. (laughs) We've already stolen wholesale from an Amanda Bynes movie. Already broken the rules. (laughs) 
By, we've already got uh, bored of this genre by, in the rules. By taking a dystopia <laughs> and going, ah, they just accept it. Yeah. <laughs> you just learn to conform. It's the plot of every Disney movie, Matt. Yeah, it's they, true. They learn to conform. <laughs> it's what always, uh, always sort of worried me about Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. Because he's just like, you're meant to be the bad guy, Ralph. You're meant to be in your place. Like, don't accept change. <laughs> you you were born to do something, and if you're not happy with it, tough. Can you imagine if in Amanda Bynes' movie she learned just to conform, and that was the arc? <laughs> trying to think. She's the man. No, she she, she ends up playing football. With yeah, the, she ends up playing football. Like, like Miss Congeniality, yeah. right? She yeah. she doesn't learn... She learns a bit about, like, classical femininity. Yeah. But most of all, she teaches the Miss World candidates, whatever they are, Miss Congeniality, whatever, yeah. um, teaches them to look after themselves and stand yeah. up for themselves. Sydney, Sydney White, she does that yeah. as well. Um, she, Love Wrecked. Yeah can't really remember how love wrecked ends it's it's a they're all about finding your place in the world though aren't yeah. they they're never about personal change as much as personal acceptance of who you are and and allowing and and discovering the parts of culture that where you fit in yeah yeah as yeah. you are yeah she she's she's the the uh, she's the jennifer lawrence before jennifer lawrence existed <laughs> Um, she, she's the, she's the non-thinking man's Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> she's the falling down from standing man's <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. You'd say. Oh, she's the not every girl's every girl. Pulling new ground. We have been doing a bit of research before this, yep. listeners. Um, we. <laughs> We, what did we watch, Matt? What did we, we watch? We watched. We watched some young. Uh, we, so, some Hunger Games. Yeah, we watched some Hunger Games. We watched some Hunger Games and just imagined if there were ghosts in it. Yep. Um, we uh, we thought very hard about things like Twilight, which has yep. the the young adult and the paranormal in it. Yeah. Um, we thought quite hard about uh, you know stuff like Buffy, which is almost a almost a dystopia in a way, yeah. but it's kind of like not quite there. Yep. Pan's Labyrinth comes very close. But it's just slightly too fantasy. Yeah. And the, the, the worlds are slightly too, like, separated. It's like if Narnia was a bad place to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so we settled on, and I'm not kidding, the only one that I could think of was a CBBC <laughs> children's show from the year 2000 called Ghost Hunter. In which a young Cockney shoeshine, the ghost of a young Cockney shoeshine, yep. comes to haunt a young, uh, a, a kind of uh, a school-age kid's like house while he's hiding out from the ghost hunter. It's fascinating. <laughs> the entire first series is on one long YouTube video for some reason. And I guess that we decided that basically the 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 reason that it was a dystopia was because. It felt like, and the same with the Demon Headmaster. Another I was going to say, I was literally about to bring that up. Demon Headmaster, era. thinking about it now, is very much 
a young adult paranormal, paranormal dystopia. dystopia yeah. Um, like the same, same again, same company, same same mm. production, uh, like crew. Probably <laughs> they were ahead of their time. Um, the, the BBC. The, the point being that the dis- that the paranormal is in that case the status quo. Mm. That's the bit that makes this difficult, right? Yeah. Because in, uh, for instance, I don't know, X-Men, mm. right? That's got paranormal elements. Oh. And it's also got, um, and it's also got uh, dystopian elements. But the thing is that the, um, the, the paranormal people are the, the eyes of the viewer. So mm. it, you can't feel like, oh, it's spooky. I don't understand it. It's funny you should mention the X-Men, actually, because there's a lot that could be that could be classed as young adult paranormal dystopia sure um days of futures past both the but both the comic run and cuz I, I think the comic run focuses on jubilee mm. who's young adult and to be fair kind of her powers are so rubbish yeah. that like it's almost any as if she's just a normal person. <laughs> she's very relatable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is why she's she's it's, a good main you know character. What? Jubilee has come into. She just got a yellow coat. This is going straight into deleted scenes. Jubilee has come straight into my some of my most relatable um, uh, characters from Marvel. <laughs> do you know? Do you know why? Why? Because she's clearly equipped for this world that we live in. Yeah. With all the wrong skills. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot what Jubilee's powers are. She can fire fireworks out of her fingers. That's it. That's it. That's her. God. That's her power. Scared dogs. <laughs> exactly. That's what she does. She's she's got. She's been given these this these skills and abilities, and they are completely <laughs> incompatible with the world she has to use them in. I love I love how her name could also be like celebration yeah. or something. Well, exactly. That's the yeah, point. Jubilee, I think. Yeah, Jubilee yeah. is the is the, it's the celebration. Yeah. It's the the fireworks. <laughs> Oh, that's such a boring power. And but also, but also the most interesting. Very one. millennial. Very yeah. millennial. She's come into the world with the, all the wrong tools. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, a lot of X Men runs are very sort of young adult, dystopian, uh, and everything like that. Logan, yeah, um, has that kind of element to it. I get like in Logan, uh, the young adults aren't really the, the point main of view character, characters. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, there is, there is there, that element the paranormal. Yeah, yeah. Um, X Men versus the Avengers. That's literally got a dystopia in it. I think. I think again. Also, in addition to that, I think that maybe in X Men, it's not quite paranormal enough for me. Mm. Like the it, it's the, explained through science, and and not only that, they're quite common. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot of people with powers in the world yeah. and they come up on the news quite a lot yeah uh, and for me for paranormal it has to be uh, unexplainable with the information we currently have it's not out yet but the new mutants mm-hmm. is sort of framed like a like the exorcist kind of thing okay. where they're uh, where they're in an asylum okay and they've got these spooky powers i've got to assume that like the, by the because they're going to be the point of view characters by yeah. the middle of the show at least yeah maybe even the middle of the first episode we'll understand their oh, no, powers it's, it's a it's a film oh is it it's a film that was, I think the first trailer came out in 2016 mm. got Maisie Williams in it well um, there you go then. yeah and it came out in 2016 they've still not finished it they've still not released it it's been four years since they announced it I and mean 
at this point, yeah. is a film ever going to be released again? Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> it might just it, it might just go straight. Might give to, them a uh, chance to catch up. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're stuck on a, a particular difficult, particularly difficult CG puzzle. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and that's how I assume CG works. Yeah, is is essentially Sudoku, but for people <laughs> who know what they're doing with computers. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, weirdly, I know, I know a guy who has worked on, and I found this out the other day. I was like, bloody hell! Like they've gone on to do better things than I have, um, uh, like Wonder Woman, Doctor Strange, and stuff mm. CG, CG wise. Um, yeah, so I might have to get the contacts out. Ask him. Ask, uh, ask him if it's Sudoku for, but for <laughs> people who know what they do with the computers. I will. Yeah, yeah. I'll, um, I'll tweet him like I will. Tony Hawk for the 300th episode, <laughs> yeah. and and Florence Pugh on a regular basis. <laughs> Do you want to come on the podcast? Hey, you have a podcast? Yeah. Hey, you make your flower dress. <laughs> Apparently that, that dress went for auction for like over a million. I mean, it would. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? It's pretty fancy. It's a, it's, imagine wearing that. Imagine starting a cult in that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> everyone's wearing flower dresses. from The one from Midsummer. we're talking about. Anyway... <laughs> So that's uh, that is the genre we're doing this week: uh, young adult paranormal dystopia, yeah. or young adult dystopian paranormal. And to define paranormal for me, it's yeah. like weird things that can't be explained, like th- uh, that aren't explained in the culture. Yeah, right? that aren't explained through the science. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, so, for or... instance, like ghosts and aliens, but yeah. like abduction style aliens, not yeah. like uh, Halo style aliens. Yeah, and. Um, uh, Ghosts in literally everything. Yeah, yeah. Ghosts aren't explained yeah. um, ever. Um, and uh, werewolves, I guess. Vampires. Sure. Apart from in where in, yeah. in, in in Twilight, werewolves and vampires are perfectly. They've explained. got their own societies um, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a Dracula, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A like, Dracula, that's a paranormal thing. Yeah. Nosferatu, that's very paranormal as well. Things that go bump in the night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Mothman. <laughs> yeah, paranormal. The Mothman. Um, and then dystopias, you get them. We, you, 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 by now, if you're listening to the show, you should understand what a dystopia is. Oh, yes. Because yeah. uh, well, we're living in we're one. We're living in one. <laughs> and also, we cover, we cover this. This is like Life of Pitch 101. Yeah. Is there's going to be a dystopia? We're going to put an oppressed people in the Grand Canyon. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I want to become a dystopian pirate radio DJ. Yeah, I want to be a mute. I want to ha- grow like a second head. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> and then we can have a three-person show. Why do you have to grow a second head? Because then I've got to be a mutant. I've got to be a mutant. In oh some yeah, kind. I guess. Maybe I can have a third arm that does does the faders. For the yeah, music. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, so you've got you've got your hands on. Yeah, the can, like, even though you only need one. It doesn't you've got matter. One that yeah, does, got another one because does... it because it plays into the the aesthetic of uh, thinking that like radio DJs do a load of thing at once, load of things at yeah. once, right? Um, when actually they usually have a producer that does it all for them. But wh- wh- why would you be? In, I, I mean, it, it all depends. If you were in 1984. <laughs> Scared the crap out of me. Yeah, it's paranormal that. Paranormal. There's a there's a ghost living. Some people call her Jenny. Yeah, she lives ghost, in that ghost house. Ghost of Jennifer Garner. <laughs> the Jennifer Garner's career, post Electra. Um, 
Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.